This episode of Inside Muskegon is presented by Muskegon Rotary Club, a dynamic group of business and professional leaders committed to improving our community through special projects and scholarships. For more information, visit muskegonrotary.org. Muskegon Rotary Club, service above self. Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 85. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Cindy Larson, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week features a return to the podcast for Cindy Larson with the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce. I'm here with Cindy Larson, the president of the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Jason. This is exciting to be back in your new big studio. It looks so awesome in here. It's fantastic. Well, you were the very first guest on Inside Muskegon, and I want to thank you for doing that interview way back in November of 2005. Got the podcast off to a great start, and here we are 85 episodes later. Well, yes, and that's what I was just noticing is how far you've come in those 85 episodes, these wonderful offices and this really high-tech studio. So very congratulations to you as well. Well, thank you. And some exciting times for the chamber with your new building on the horizon. Let's talk about that first. Well, it's coming up. The groundbreaking ceremony is happening uh, at the end of July, and so uh, this means it officially is beginning, and so we're very excited to break ground in downtown Muskegon. What made you decide to invest downtown and build a new building? Well, that's interesting because we did have a building committee. We ran out of space in our current building, and we do lease uh, from Even and Franks right now, and they are very good landlords. Uh, however, uh, we were out of space, and there was no place really for us to expand within their facility. So we started shopping, and um, we looked really looked to lease downtown. Uh, but one of our board members uh, did some research and sent us a letter and said, you know, since the chamber's going to be around for a long time, time, wouldn't it be in your best interest to invest in downtown uh, instead of just leasing? And then, of course, um, we uh, debated that for a while to figure out if that was a good financial decision. Uh, And then um, as we thought about it further, we've been preaching invest in downtown, so we we need to do it as well. We can't just talk about it. we got to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. And this will be a pretty serious investment in the first groundbreaking on the old mall property in quite some time. It will. It is really the first new construction for the old mall property. Uh, as you know, there has been the historic buildings are being renovated, and one of them is already open. Uh, but this will be the first brand new construction for the old mall property. Well, let's talk a little bit about development downtown. And since the last time we spoke over a year and a half ago, quite a bit has happened in downtown Muskegon. Yeah, really, that's the interesting part of our story is that there's been probably... 
upwards toward $200 million invested in downtown at this stage. However, uh, the mall property seems to be the the uh, most visible and critical property, and so that's why we knew it was important for us to invest there. Uh, but it, as you know, anyone who drives into Muskegon from the north side, the minute you hit go past the welcome to downtown side, there are literally nine new buildings, new construction right on that side of downtown that are, are very visible to the public. Give our listeners some of the highlights and the new uh, construction and openings going on down here. Well, uh, one that is just recently finished is the Vita Nova condos. They're a green condominium project right on Muskegon Lake. And if you haven't been to those, you really need to get down there because uh, they are entirely, they have all of the green features. I mean, they're very environmentally friendly, including these rain gardens on the rooftops, which are absolutely gorgeous. So if you've never really seen a rain garden up close, you really need to check out the Vita Nova condos. But um, also, as you drive there, it's, of course, the talk of the town is the new Harley Davidson destination dealership. So even if you're not a biker, you have to go in there because it is really something to see. It will be a major tourism destination. Yep, and there's a, there's another exciting new opening when talking about the historic buildings downtown in the old Century Club with Hague's Furniture. Oh my gosh, you know, uh, for any of the women that are listening, okay, maybe I'm stereotyping here, but uh, we have not had anything like this in so long in terms of a quality shopping experience. Um, and to just get in there amongst the, all of the furnishings, the home furnishings, uh, whether it's a bedroom set or you're just looking for some accessories, uh, Trust me, you have to get down there. This is a whole new era for Muskegon to have this kind of quality shopping experience in downtown. It's, it's just, it just gives me chills when I think about it. Yeah, they did a beautiful job with the development, Gary Post and Russ Strong, and really is something that everyone in Muskegon should check out. The Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce recently received an award from the Michigan Chamber of Commerce Executives. You were named the 2006 Outstanding Chamber of the Year. Talk about that honor. Yes, we had the wonderful honor, and I'm so excited because I did hear after the fact that um, we were head and shoulders above the other chambers, and this is actually voted on by chamber presidents from other states, so there isn't any any politics to this award, uh, so it was chamber presidents from Illinois and Indiana who uh, made the determination, so we're very, very proud of that award, and of course, it's our um, the way that we've incorporated technology into the chamber, and I have to say thank you, Jason, for being one of our foremost technology advisors at the chamber. Um, that was one of the key reasons that we were noticed, as well as some of our community work and our ambassadors and our community development committee that's literally gone out and walked the streets uh, to talk about how great things are going in Muskegon. Those were two features that they mentioned in, in our award. Well, it's a great honor and something everyone in Muskegon should be proud of, whether you're a business owner or work for a business or just a resident of Muskegon, that Muskegon's leading the way here in the state. So uh, congratulations on that. And congrats, I have to say congratulations to you too, Jason, because really a chamber is only as strong as its membership, and those are the business owners of our community. So they're really the ones that get us the award. We, we're just facilitating the ideas and the, um, the plans of the business owners of this community. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. 
Speaking of doing business in Muskegon, talk about the state of the Muskegon economy. Oh, thank you for asking me for that question, uh, because we're always being challenged. Uh, there's a lot of negative press out there about Michigan, and people automatically assume that that's they're talking about Muskegon as well, when in reality, Muskegon is holding its own during this challenging time, and partly because we have a different mix in our manufacturing community. We have a lot of aerospace here, and Globally, they are building planes right and left, and our suppliers to uh, the airplane industry are global. Uh, so they are kicking out the parts as fast as they possibly can, and they're hiring right now. Then healthcare is also important for Muskegon, and we're happy that also this week there was a groundbreaking for the new cancer center, the Johnson Family I'm, I'm not sure if it's called the Johnson Family Cancer Center, but it's the Johnson Family something. And uh, this will be a regional cancer center, uh, another great development in healthcare. Well, there, there certainly are a lot of success stories. And uh, share with our listeners some businesses that are doing well that they might not think of every day that maybe don't make the headlines, but that are doing very well in Muskegon. Well, actually, when you said that, I thought of the one that made the headlines, um, but I, I, I feel like I may have to make sure they mentioned, and that is Michigan Adventure, uh, because, again, this summer, we were the number one request for information on the Travel Michigan website. Muskegon was the number one uh, request for information, So, um, and partly in thanks to the growth of Michigan Adventure. Uh, but that whole tourism industry is a growth industry, and as you know, there's many things that come with it, like restaurants and the new hotels and all of the stores at the mall. I did talk to the mall manager, and he also said things are going well. Not a record year, he said, but we are also holding our own during these interesting times. How does the chamber work to bring businesses to Muskegon? Well, we always have to remember our priority is to grow the businesses in Muskegon. And that's something that we have to keep repeating over and over and over because 90% of our growth comes from within. So that's always our priority. However, we are marketing Muskegon primarily through the web right now. And thank goodness uh, we can do that. A small community can do it as well as a large community. And one of the things that sells us are photographs. And what is more beautiful than West Michigan and Muskegon County? So we can really have compete with some very desired locations now that people can literally see pictures of our area and they see how attractive it is. So we're going to do more of that over the next year. And again, Jason, I'm hoping you're going to help us with that uh, to really try to figure out how to market through through the web. Let's discuss the role the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce plays along with other organizations like Muskegon Area First and the City of Muskegon in attracting some of these outside businesses? Well, Muskegon Area First, This is these are important questions, and thank you very much. The, the chamber is more responsible for the business climate, making sure we have a community that helps business to grow or is attractive to community or attractive to businesses coming into the community. Muskegon Area First literally helps businesses locate or expand. So if you're a business that wants to come here or you want to expand here, Muskegon Area First will put a project manager on your particular project and help you facilitate all of the decisions that need to be made. As a matter of fact, just not long ago, they were courting a very large um, 600 employer firm, and they put together the, the community tour. They look up well, all the incentives that are available for this. They try to introduce them to people. That's the role of Muskegon Area First. And they, of course, they pull in the chamber 
into that as they needed because we're their business network. Um, that's why it's important that the chamber and Muskegon area first work hand in hand. Uh, but anyway, they're the pers- person to call, or they're the organization to call, Ed Garner, if you're looking to expand or come into the community, and they literally will work on your personal project. You call the chamber when you're saying, hey, I'm concerned about a bigger issue in Muskegon we are having road issues or we're having um, infrastructure issues. And, and you and I have been talking about, about that, making sure we have the technology available. Those are the bigger issues that the chamber works on. Cities play even yet a different role. And, of course, the city of Muskegon is just one. Uh, there are many fantastic locations. That gets into the physical location. And that's where you're going to need to work closely with your city once you decide which city you want to locate in. Muskegon Area First will also help you with that decision and get you lists of property that's available, land that's available. And then once you make your decision, you'll zoom in on partnering with the city to make that piece of dirt move. Uh, because really, making the decision is just halfway there. Uh, then you'll do what the chamber's just done, and you got to start looking at the ground. And how do I break that ground? What's underneath the ground? How much can that ground hold? Um, and that's where the city comes into play. Let's talk about your vision for the future of business in Muskegon 5, 10, 20 years down the road. Well, right now we're studying the whole idea of how people can work for any employer located anywhere in the world, but still do that business out of Muskegon. So whether it's an office of people or an individual working out of their home, but their employer may be on the other side of the globe, how do we make sure that Muskegon is attractive to those people? There's a lot of predictions uh, that are saying the knowledge economy, which is, of course, what we want the United States to be, the knowledge economy, versus, let's say, a developing country where they're going to do physical labor. Um, We need to make sure that we're attractive to those people. And quality of life is critical because they can live anywhere. They can say, hey, I can live anywhere in the world and work for XYZ company in who knows what country, but where do I want to live and raise my family? And that's where we need them to choose Muskegon. So that's a whole new way of looking at economic development. We're studying right now and we're trying to lay the groundwork for that. We're truly in a transition and we're not really sure what this new economy is going to look like, but I'm happy to say each day we're getting a little bit clearer vision. Now, we think we're still going to have a cluster for manufacturing as well, because there will be a few manufacturing clusters left in the United States, and West Michigan will be one of them. Uh, But it will be high tech. You know, it will be computer-oriented, engineering-oriented, brain manufacturing. Um, But so, again, those people can... They, they don't have to be here. They can be anywhere because they're being hired for their talent. So what's going to make them want to be and stay in Muskegon? All right, let's move on to our final question. And I did ask you this a year and a half ago, way back in podcast number one. So we'll compare, maybe compare the answers to this question. You have one minute alone with a business considering investing in Muskegon. Make your pitch to get them to Muskegon. Well, there really is no better better place to be. I do know, remember my answer, for the dollar. 
And that, and I just did a, it's interesting you asked me that. I just went online uh, yesterday comparing the cost of living to some beautiful places. And sure enough, if you compare us to other beautiful, attractive places, we, you're going to get more for your dollar here. You're going to get a bigger home here. You're going to get closer to the water here. You're going to get um, a, a better employee for the dollar here. You know, the wages, I just talked to a large employer who said, you know, I said, but can we really compete in wages, you know, for some of these big cities who are trying to attract, you know, the top-notch people? He goes, sure, we can afford to um to uh, pay the big bucks, but we don't need to, so we choose not to. Now, that seems kind of funny answer, but it's true. You can get such a quality of life here at a lower cost. Why not do it here? My husband and I were calculating, and we think we're going to be able to retire a good five years earlier than people even in the county just to the south of us simply because the cost of living is less expensive here. So, yes, that's still my great answer. You can, sure, there are Yes, well, sure, let's go to Maui. But the cost of living in Maui um, is just not re- not reasonable for the average person. You can still get the Maui experience two months a year um, here in Muskegon for a fraction of the cost. So that's really what Muskegon's all about, the high quality of living, opportunity at a low cost. Well, thank you very much, Cindy. I really enjoyed it. And congratulations on the new building. Thank you so much, Jason, and thanks for all your help and everything you do for the Chamber. The Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce is leading the way in the redevelopment of downtown Muskegon. The groundbreaking of their building signifies a new era in Muskegon's renaissance. The Muskegon community is fortunate to have a leader at the helm like Cindy Larson. Leadership is more than just talking the talk. It is backing up what you believe in with your actions. That is exactly what the Chamber is doing with building a new office in the heart of downtown Muskegon. Hopefully businesses will continue to follow the Chamber's lead and invest in our community. Whether it's downtown or somewhere else in Muskegon County, continuing to grow our existing businesses and starting new ones is critical to the area's success. As Cindy pointed out, there are many positives happening with Muskegon businesses. As area residents continue to hear these success stories, they themselves will start to believe what many people connected to the business community already know, that Muskegon is a great place to live and do business in. I would like to thank Cindy Larson and the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce for their support of Inside Muskegon. Cindy has been a great promoter of the podcast, getting the word out to chamber members and offering suggestions for guests. So for more information on the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce, visit their website at muskegon.org. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback. And for the latest feedback on Inside Muskegon, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 85 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.